Yo, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Branson Casual Convo. It's your girl, Tug. How have you been? How's your week been? How's your weekend? Uh, I know y'all almost have been waiting for an episode last week and I didn't come through, so I would like to say I'm sorry about that. <laughs> well, the past week was like a lot, like... You don't have feeling when you are busy, but at the same time, you're actually not busy. But I don't know how to explain it, but then, last week was a whole lot. I was trying to sort out some things with myself, trying to find my bearings and all that, but it's not like I've been able to sort out those shit. I've not been able to sort them out, but then, I'm sorry for not dropping an episode last week, so this is an episode this week. So have you been has 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 life been treating you or of the madness of this country hasn't really gotten to you that much? <laughs> even if it's even if it's not easy. So before I jump into what today's topic was, I was I was listening to some I, no, I, I was listening to something online and it was about self-discovery then i realized that actually i have not yet discovered myself i've never i've not had that um how would i put it that realization of of self-discovery like okay yes as an adult because in as much as i like to say i'm a child no i'm i'm, I'm a young adult because <laughs> isn't that thing adult <laughs> is overly serious i'm a young adult so and i guess at this point in life i'm supposed to have figured out not even not everything about myself i'm supposed to have had that self-discovery um uh, is it epiphany or what was it called <sighs> let me not embarrass myself because i want to speak english but i'm supposed to have i was supposed to have had my self-discovery joint and I just realized that if I am asked a question concerning self-discovery, I wouldn't actually know how to answer that question. And then, I don't know if it's a bad thing if at this point I have not yet discovered myself, but, man, self-discovery is, I don't think self-discovery is something you, 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 you get to do all at once i think it's more of a gradual thing as you as you progress in life as you move on in life you you begin to discover some some things about yourself but the the main thing basically i i got from the talk is as as an adult as an individual you are supposed to have that point that you sit down and and try to make your self-discovery journey i think yeah so well that's that on self-discovery let's dive into today's episode so last last episode i dropped a gist about my nyc experience the part one so i know y'all are eager to get the continuation of the nyc experience who doesn't like gist jerry y'all like gist and all that so yeah continuation of my nyc experience part two and for those that are just listening to my podcast for the first time nyc is national youth service corps it's a it's it's a one-year mandatory program that um graduates of um, nigerian graduates from nigeria have to embark on basically they serve their motherland and all that so <clears throat> like i was saying i didn't really have the most most the best experience for service service was not i i didn't really connect that much during service more of a thought of my own parts because then i i was going through my 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 everybody hates me face <laughs> More, yeah, I was going through my ass. Everybody hates me face and feeling sorry for myself face like that was kind of gloomy shit, Jerry. 
So, I yeah, after I, I got to Obubra, I found my way to camp. Navigating camp wasn't hard. I, I got my things and all that. I felt, oh, since I was this sort of lively person, I like to think it would not be that hard making friends and and all that but voila I I kind of I kind of lost myself in camp in the sense of I was in my actual self uh, I I I I was not the because I use I, I can be quite bubbly and everywhere but then I I drew into a shell I was well, it wasn't entirely my fault. It was the kind of people that I was... I'm not saying there are a lot of people that had wonderful experience. I guess I didn't push myself or allow myself that much to to enjoy the experience of service. But then my, my three weeks in, in Obubra camp just went by like uneventful. Nothing, nothing... Nothing serious actually happened, but then, <laughs> ah, because okay, during service, I I served I during um, during the campaign period, I was a part of the OBS crew because in camp there are some um, groups that you can join, so I was in the OBS. The OBS is the orientation broadcast um, service. Then camp, there's the Red Cross, there's the um what's, what's there's the FOI, there are a lot of there are a lot of groups that you can there's dance group, there's a lot of groups that basically that you can join. So I found out that there'll be a lot of benefits when I joined the OBS and <laughs> since I'm a mass com graduate and all it actually kind of makes makes sense to join the OBS. So I, I I applied to join and yeah I was I was able to join the OBS and all so as part of the OBS crew in my camp. Uh well it was it was going nice. I made it one person that made camp camping bearable for me was was uh, I met a girl precious and she was one of the nicest person. She was more of like God sent to me like she kept me sane. She kept me afloat during 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 um camping period. Shout out to Precious. If you ever listen to my podcast, I thank you for all your efforts. You are really you are really a friend that I needed during camp. So love you, bro. <laughs> thank you for everything. So apparently, when you are in the OBS, um your your bosses or whatever try to help you get into a better like one of the benefits is they try to help you get into a better PPA after service after camp rather and it was like a a straight up um, sort of plan that oh once you are done with the camping um, exercise as far as you're an OBS member even the Red Cross members and let's say like the is it the band members that actually get to if they are like their superiors are, are nice and all that they actually get they are put in their PPA actually gets to be influenced to a better place and we in obviously all knew that oh like it was not like a set out plan but Loki, most of us knew that oh, we're not going to serve like in the small small villages. We're probably going to serve in like towns, and most people's mind were in Calabar because that was like that's the capital, that's the state capital of Cross River. So we're all expecting Calabar. So ah, for the purpose of not, not um. What's that English? Of not causing too many, too much problem or too much trouble. I won't mentioning a specific name, but then there was this boss of mine in the OBS. 
we're all like friendly with each other we're all we're all cool it's more like a family cozy setting like most times we do things for each other and when someone is getting some routine something like we're all free even with our bosses we're like free and all that and since everybody was free i didn't see any any points in me like withdrawing so much into my shell so i tried to like connect with them too in that same way i was close i was friendly with my boss and it is the same way everybody was friendly with him that i was friendly with him but then along the line i started hearing talk of not even talk but i started hearing a nickname emioga <laughs> For those that no that do not understand Yoruba, in this, I guess what he directly tra- directly translates into is um, let's say you know the way they will say oh this is somebody's wife ah my wife my wife my wife <laughs> something like that so most of the time I go into the studio when I go into the studio company I'm like ah emioga emioga emioga. Well, I I took it as screws because even my friend Precious that 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 was that that I had as my one of my only friends in doing camp, she myself took it as screws because she's also close to my uh, close to this boss of ours. But then I didn't know that it was not just screws. So one of these days, while there was a social event going on. This boss of mine started talking to me about love matters, relationship matters, and I was like, "Hold up, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? Nope, this shouldn't be happening." And I didn't want to be rude, and I didn't want to say something that would be offensive. So I, I like politely excused myself that like I, I don't know what's happening that evening but then i just gave an excuse that probably, i guess the kind of excuse i gave was like probably i wanted to see somebody or i wanted to give something to somebody and after that i i started low-key avoiding the 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 bus and i guess what i should have done straight up then was like call him out on it and and all but then i felt oh this is somebody that uh was in a high position like this is somebody that can actually i don't know the word to use but i just felt like oh okay i shouldn't i shouldn't be rude to somebody of his status so and the best thing that i could have done yet i felt i could have done was just to avoid this situation so i started avoiding being in a being in the position with him that would allow for such conversations when if i am around where he is i make sure that a lot of people are there too so that was how he progressed then i guess he's still noticing uh even he sent me he sent me a message <laughs> he sent me a message once and that oh so i'm avoiding him this that uh, so that should he take it that I do not want to serve at I, I I I can't say for what I can't say the I can't remember the message word for word, but what he what he was trying to say in the message was oh I'm avoiding him this that that and this that that sh- hope I know that he's he can influence where I serve and he can make where I serve not be somewhere that would benefit me i took it as i didn't take it as serious i took it like oh okay it was a spite of the moment like it was it was mad at that point so he sent that message and all that i didn't i didn't know that it was something that i should take serious so three weeks came to an end the day we were supposed to get our ppa letter because for obvious, we did we did not queue along with every other person to get our posting letter. Our uh, obvious director already got the posting letter, so we're supposed to get our we're to get our letter at the studio. I went. We all went. I went to the studio. I was waiting. We we're there waiting for our 
posting it. Like, people are getting their letters. Almost everybody that that gotten letter, they are posting letter before me. We're all posted to like nice places in Abuja, in Abuja, in Calabar. And for those that were like, because it was like a, I think three zones or three axes to the Calabar thing. There's the Calabar Municipal. There's the there's the Calabar South. And there's another place, sorry, excuse me, that I can't remember. But they were all getting posted to like places in Calabar. And then <laughs> when it got to my turn to get my 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 letter, even the way because it was the man that that was sharing the posting letter, even the way he called for me to get my letter was was cold. But then I, I just, I just, even every people noticed, I just um, ignored it and I, today's the last day after today, I'm not going to see you anymore. So I just ignored it and I got my letter. Lo and behold, <laughs> I was like one of the only persons in OBS that didn't get posted to Calabar. I was supposed to a village that nobody had heard of in our OBS group. I don't know outside as I I'll specific like my OBS group. And even I myself had not heard of the place. It was in um Oban in Akampa. It was like the outskirts of town. I think it, it was somewhere that like like it was part of the part that leads to the um Calab Cross River Cameroon border. Like oh god. I, I could I couldn't hold it back because I'm the same person that what I'm in situations that I do not plan situations that upset me, I tend to cry. You mean like I got the letter and I saw it die. Ah, I legit bust it. I legit bust it since yes. Like what's that like consoling me don't cry. So for the best, blah blah blah. Ah, and then Puella, okay. One of the guys in the OBS was like, No, what other boss in the OBS that I went to meet was like, Ah, tell me, why would I be the only one to post it to Akan Father? Okay, there's somebody that will go and meet now before everything closes to sort it out for me. And do you know the. <laughs> Funny thing, this person that I was supposed to go and meet to talk to, this boss of mine that actually changed my posting to like the village thing, made sure he stood with that man throughout. Because I waited, I literally waited for like two hours to speak to this man. He stood with this man throughout to make sure that I didn't have a chance to talk to this man. But then, as well as could have it. Uh, I decided to accept my fate and go to the, the place I was posted to <laughs> Akampa Oban. I first of all went to the family house, that's the NCCF family house. The journey from Obubra to Akampa was was mad and then there's like Akampa 1, Akampa 2. Where I was posted to was like the Akampa 2, that's like the outskirts of civilization to me in Crush River, one of the art sketch. So I, I got we got to the family house. The family from Obrubra to Akampa, that's the NCCF family house was quite a journey. I got there and we're preparing to like try and see if we can locate because a lot of a lot of core members went to the family house. We're trying to see if we could try and locate our PPAs in day. So the next day, I went to the state secretariat who were supposed to meet up with our LGI. But luckily for me, I met with the principal of the school I was supposed to be posted to. Yay, lucky me. I, I spoke to the woman and she was she was nice to me. She was very, she was very nice and I felt, oh, probably this might not be as, as sad as I, as I thought it would be. So she collected my PP letter, my posting letter, she approved it and all that. And she was like, forgetting what she said, but what was more of like, oh, there's no point in me coming yet. 
struggling something about school not being in section or whatever so i didn't bother to go and find out the location of the place because i've previously asked for direction and i was told that the the transportation was was going to be a lot and far so since i had seen the principal i felt oh there was no need trying to find out more trying to go and know the place probably when school is back in section i would i would know where the place is and this woman told me that there was accommodation everything will be sorted out menini menini so after she had approved that same day i packed my because it was in the morning it was like in the early hours of the morning probably eight ish i saw her so i went back to the family house i packed my things and i left went back to my father's house the journey back home was, was smooth for me because okay, I went with calculus and luckily for me it was a Siena bus we took. A Siena oh and we're just two sitting at the back seats. I don't know how that happened, but then the journey was the journey was interest was relaxing for me because I was comfortable. I got home and after a while, after staying at home for like few weeks and all that i got a call from my principal the principal of my ppa that oh i need to come back as soon as possible there's something going on she she was she she put me on she allowed me but then as a shower rush try and gather things and go back home because i knew that i already planned earlier that once i go for my service I won't be coming back anytime soon so because of the experience of last time with my my uh, friend when we were traveling the first time to cross river we decided to take another another um, um, route of the route to get to cross river so we contacted ABC told ABC that we we're traveling I was traveling to and crush river so the day that i was supposed to go because i'm i was living from kogi i was living from lokoja there was actually no car going from uh, no abc car going from lokoja at that point to crush river so i had to wait for one coming from abuja i joined the i joined the the bus we're going we're progressing on our journey <laughs> hey god oh, i <laughs> I swear, if there were signs that <laughs> Crush River wasn't for me, it was all this journey. It was, ah, I suffered. <laughs> I suffered. So, we're going on a journey and we got to, was it Uyo or where? I had forgotten the state we got to. And <laughs> the driver said that. <laughs> That was a stop. I'm like, huh? You say what? <laughs> I'm in my head, I'm like, not again. God, what? I prayed before starting this journey. Like, my mommy prayed for me. My daddy prayed for me. Why is this happening again? You know, I was like, no, this hour, this hour, this is stop. I, it dropped, it dropped also. And this is a place that I do not know. I do not know. I've never been to before. I do not know anybody there. And at this point, I'm uh, this time around, I'm the only one on this journey that I know. There was nobody that I could speak to. That oh, okay, yeah. And I should, I should, I think one of the lessons that I got from this thing was I should try and make friends in all the dead states in Nigeria because anything can happen. So that's that's where my crazy journey started from. Again, I was trying to see if I could get because I was frustrated. I was I was panicking because this is me in a town that I do not know. I do not know the people here, and a lot of things could go wrong, literally. So I was trying to see if I could get a tra- I get transport to take me to to. Cross river because 
okay they were like oh Koshua is not too far from here you're able to see transport we <laughs> I was I had to chatter a keke because this time I was taking my things to go and start life for like a year. The keke driver took me to the park and when I got there, while well, yeah, the park was closed, they were not they were not traveling again for the day. And I lost I lost <laughs> I lost it, I legit lost it. Because even before head getting to the park I now realized that I actually lost I lost the cash that was on me. <laughs> I said if this is if at that point wasn't village people, I don't know what else. <laughs> but ah, I went through a lot. I had to sleep in the park. <laughs> For the first time in my okay, no, not the first. Oh yeah, yeah. The first time in my life. I slept in a park in this was not a park garage garage I slept in the garage I cried myself to sleep out I was calling my parents no no I, I called my pastor who did I not call I cried myself I literally cried myself to sleep that day because I was like what did I do to deserve this it felt very very um what's the English <laughs> very unnecessary to me i thought no i shouldn't be a uh-uh, baby girl like me going this going through this kind of thing why <laughs> why what did i do so i felt i shouldn't be going through that but then i thank god because i don't know what would have happened if i had continued the journey but i thank god for life hmm, the next morning and the people at the garage there they were they were nice to me so the next morning i was able to get a car that would take me to cross river and i begged this driver that and yeah uh i forgot the name of this park but then the there was there was a security person there he was very nice to me after i had explained to him that i had lost my money and all that and i was waiting to get money from home but i know you got to me it was very nice he he collected tickets for me for free and i didn't pay for the transport uh like there there's some nice people out there so i'm i'm grateful for that man i'm grateful for him so i uh, and on, uh, on top of uh, paying for my collecting a ticket for me for free he got me um things to eat for the morning start my journey Mouth was actually God sent because he didn't ask for anything in return, even my number did not ask for it. So ah, I really appreciate him. I started the journey to Akampa because I had told him that I was going to Akampa and I didn't know Akampa. And yet again, they dropped me in like in somewhere in Kalapa that was not close to Akampa. And I had loads. That was that's what was frustrating me in all this. Thing. I had loads that I alone could not carry. That's why I kept on pleading with them that like, oh, this is where I'm going to. This is where I'm going to. But lo and behold, I got to my destination. <laughs> After all the drama, all the fuckery, all the all all the bullshit. I thank God because. Even if uh, I say my NYC experience wasn't what I had expected, I'm, I'm always grateful because a lot of people wanted to start this journey but they couldn't and a lot of people that started did not finish it. So I don't know what it is that God used that period to do in my life. It might not be as as serious as I had expected it to be, it might not be as loud as I had expected it to be, but I thank God that after I was said and done, I I am done with my MS. Even after what that man tried to do to frustrate me. And lucky, I was happy that I didn't serve in Calabar because cost of living was expensive in Calabar. And a lot of them that were posted to Calabar got rejected from their PPA. They start to they had to start looking for PPA about and all that and even if my journey with my LGI starting was oh, was much because ah my LGI was a lot for a long line it was it was it was okay 
and then I there was there was in Kechi that I met she said in my PPA too so I am just grateful because even with all the drama all the all the all the everything there was always that one person that I was like a support system kind of in that space like someone that was like my person and in Kechi was that person for me throughout my service years so I love you so much, sis. Thanks for being there. Like, she kept me saying, you know, uh, she did, uh, she was a lot for me then. She was, she was like my big sister, my friend. <laughs> she was like a mother figure. Uh, she took care of me, so I'm really grateful for her. She was one of the people that made my stay in Akampa not as pressing as I felt it would be. And shocker, where I saved. They had not had light like a year before then, so I was without light for like a all the period of my service. I was without light, and this place there was not it's not a place. See, <laughs> it was not somewhere that oh you would say okay you want to go out if you want to get something as as little as ice cream, as little as ice cream, you have to like ladies travel from my town <laughs> Akampa to Calabar State Capital because you want to get ice cream. Even I even shawarma. I do not eat shawarma but you have to do that journey. <laughs> you won't see you won't see like serious snacks and then when I found out that okay there was a place that we could get something that's like <laughs> when you are leaving Akampa <laughs> I want to go to Calabar. No, let me not exaggerate. I want to go to like Udo because there was another town before uh, in between Calabar and in between the Akampa and the Calabar that was Udupani. Like I was going to Udupani for <laughs> and uh, what they called ice cream was actually <laughs> would I call it frozen milk with sugar? No, ah. The best, the best, one of the things that I, I, I liked that was like my comfort food there was the, because there's this woman uh, that wasn't too far from my, from my side, just a, a stone throw, stroke from my side. She makes, that's one thing that I knew that I can't offer that was like mad. She made this pepper chicken, but I have not tasted any other pepper chicken like hers. Ah, a pepper chicken. Oh God. Nah. Mommy Fiano. Yeah, that's a then one Fiano's pepper chicken. And she has this mad sauce. Ah, God. And the chickens are very, very affordable. Like, you could even get pieces for as low as 200, 300. Like, that was how affordable the the chicken, the pepper chicken was. That, that thing, ah, that thing was, was the eats. <laughs> Man, I've I've really talked a lot this on this episode, but yo, thanks for thanks for listening in. Thanks for listening through it all. I love you all and I appreciate you all. It's your girl talk. Do have a lovely day. Take care of yourself. Stay jiggy. Stay fresh. Peace out. Yo, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Branson Casual Convo. It's your girl, Tug. How have you been? How's your week been? How's your weekend? Uh, I know you all must have been waiting for an episode last week and I didn't come through, so I would like to say I'm sorry about that. <laughs> well, the past week was like a lot, like... You know that feeling when you are busy, but at the same time, you're actually not busy. But I don't know how to explain it, but then, last week was a whole lot. I was trying to sort out some things with myself, trying to find my bearings and all that, but it's not like I've been able to sort out those shit. I've not been able to sort them out, but then, I'm sorry for not dropping an episode last week, so this is an episode this week. So have you been has 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 life been treating you or 
hope the madness of this country hasn't really gotten to you that much <laughs> even if it's even if it's not easy so before i jump into what today's topic was i was i was listening to some i, I was listening to something online and it was about self-discovery then i realized that actually have not yet discovered myself i've never i've not had that um how would i put it that realization of of self-discovery like okay yes as an adult because in as much as i like to say i'm a child no i'm 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 a young adult because <laughs> isn't that thing my adult since <laughs> overly serious so i'm a young adult so and i guess at this point in life i'm supposed to have figured out not even not everything about myself i'm supposed to have had that self-discovery um uh, is it epiphany or what was it called <sighs> let me not embarrass myself because i want to speak english but i'm supposed to have so i was supposed to have had my self-discovery join and i just realized that if i am asked a question concerning self-discovery i wouldn't actually know how to answer that question and then i don't know if it's a bad thing if at this point i have not yet discovered myself but man self-discovery is i don't think self-discovery is something you 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 get to do all at once I think it's more of a gradual thing as you as you progress in life as you move on in life you you begin to discover some some things about yourself but the the main thing basically i i got from the talk is as as an adult as an individual you are supposed to have that point that you sit down and and try to make your self-discovery journey i think yeah so well that's that on self-discovery let's dive into today's episode so last last episode i dropped a gist about my nyc experience the part one so i know we are all are eager to get the continuation of the nyc experience who doesn't like gist jerry i all like gist and all that so yeah <laughs> continuation of my nyc experience part two and for those that are just listening to my podcast for the first time nyc is national youth service Corps. it's a it's it's a one-year mandatory program that um graduates of um, nigerian now graduates from nigeria have to embark on basically they serve their motherland and all that so <clears throat> Like I was saying, I didn't really have the most, most, the best experience for service. Service was not, I, I didn't really connect that much during service. More of a thought of my own parts because then I, I was going through my, 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 everybody hates me fees. <laughs> more like, yeah, I was going through my ass. Everybody hates me face and feeling sorry for myself face like that was kind of gloomy shit, Jerry. So I yeah, after I I got to Obubra, I found my way to camp. Navigating camp wasn't hard. I I got my things and all that. I felt oh since I was this sort of lively person, I like to think it would not be that hard making friends and and all that but voila i i kind of i kind of lost myself in camp in the sense of i was in my actual self i i i i, I was not the because i you i i can be quite bubbly and everywhere but then i I drew into a shell. I was well. It wasn't entirely my fault. It was the kind of people that I was. I'm not saying 
there are a lot of people that had wonderful experience i guess i didn't push myself or allow myself that much to to enjoy the experience of service but then my my three weeks in in obubra camp just went by like uneventful nothing 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 serious actually happened but then <laughs> ah because okay during service i i served i during and uh, during the campaign period i was a part of the obs period because in camp there are some uh, groups that you can join so i was in the obs the obs is the orientation broadcast um, service in camp there's the red cross there's the um was there's the foi there are a lot of there are a lot of groups that you can there's dance group there are a lot of groups that basically that you can join so i found out that there'll be a lot of benefits when i joined the obs and <laughs> since i'm a mass com graduate and all it actually kind of makes makes sense to join the obs so i i i applied to join and yeah i was i was able to join the obs and all so as part of the obs crew in my camp uh well it was it was going nice i made it one person that made camp camping bearable for me was was uh, a girl precious and she was one of the nicest person she was more of like god sent to me like she kept me sane. She kept me afloat during 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 um camping period. Shout out to Precious. If you ever listen to my podcast, I thank you for all your efforts. You are really you are really a friend that I needed during camp. So love you, bro. <laughs> thank you for everything. So apparently, when you are in the OBS. Um, your your bosses or whatever try to help you get into a better like one of the benefits is they try to help you get into a better PPA after service after camp rather and it was like a a straight up um, sort of plan that oh once you are done with the camping um, exercise as far as the OBS member, even the Red Cross members and let's say like the is it the band members they actually get to if they are like their superiors are, are nice and all that, they actually get they are put in their PPA actually gets to be influenced to a better place. And we in OBS we all knew that oh like was not like a set out plan but low-key most of us knew that oh we're not going to serve like in the small small villages we're probably going to serve in like towns and most people's mind were in Calabar because that was like that's the capital that's the state capital of Cross River so we're all expecting Calabar so ah for the purpose of not not um was that English of not causing too many, too much problem or too much trouble? I won't mentioning a specific name, but then there was this boss of mine in the OBS. We're all like friendly with each other. We're all we're all cool. It was more like a family cozy setting. Like most times we do things for each other and when someone is getting some routine something like we're all free even with our bosses we're like free and all that and since everybody was free i didn't see any any points in me like we joined so much into my shell so i tried to like connect with them too in that same way i was close i was friendly with my boss and it is the same way everybody was friendly with him that i was friendly with him but then along the line, I started hearing talk of not even talk, but I started hearing a nickname, Emioga. <laughs> For those that know that do not understand Yoruba, in this, I guess what he directly tra- directly translates into is um, let's say 
you know the way they will say oh this is somebody's wife ah my wife my wife my wife <laughs> something like that so most of the time I go into the studio when I go into the studio company I'm like ah emioga 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 well I I think that screws because even my friend precious that 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 was that that I had as my one of my only friends in doing camp. She myself took it as cruise because she's also close to my close to this boss of ours. But then I didn't know that it was not just cruise. So one of these days, while there was a social event going on, this boss of mine started talking to me about love matters, relationship matters, and I was like, hold up. <laughs> What's up, bro? <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> nope. This shouldn't be happening. And I didn't want to be rude. And I didn't want to say something that would be offensive. So I, I like, politely excused myself. Like I, I don't know what's happening that evening. But then I just gave an excuse that probably, I guess the kind of excuse I gave was like probably I wanted to see somebody or I wanted to do something to somebody. And after that, I I started low-key avoiding the, the, the boss. And I guess what I should have done straight up then was like call him out on it and, and all. But then I felt, oh, this is somebody that uh, was in a high position like this is somebody that can actually i don't know the word to use but i just felt like oh okay i shouldn't i shouldn't be rude to somebody of his status so and the best thing that i could have done yet that i felt i could have done was just to avoid this situation so i started avoiding being in a being in the position with him that would allow for such conversations when if I am around where he is, I make sure that a lot of people are there too. So that was how it progressed. Then I guess he's still noticing. Uh, even he sent me, he sent me a message. <laughs> he sent me a message and that oh, so I'm avoiding him. This that. Uh, so that should he take it that I do not want to serve at. I, I I can't say for what I can't say the I can't remember the message word for word, but what he what he was trying to say in the message was oh I'm avoiding him this that that and this that that hope I know that he's he can influence where I serve and he can make where I serve not be somewhere that would benefit me. I took it as. I didn't take it as serious. I took it like, oh, okay, it was a spite of the moment. Like, it was, it was mad at that point. So, he sent that message and all that. I didn't, I didn't know that it was something that I should take serious. So, three weeks came to an end. The day we were supposed to get our PPA letter because, for obvious, we did, we did not queue along with every other person to get our posting letter, our... Uh, OBS director already got the post letter, so we're supposed to get our we're to get our letter at the studio. I went, we all went. I went to the studio. I was waiting. We we're there waiting for our posting letter. People are getting their letters. Almost everybody that that got in letter, they are posting letter before me. We're all posted to like nice places in Abuja, in Abuja, in Calabar, and. For those that were like, because it was like a, I think three zones or three axes to the Calabar thing. There's the Calabar Municipal, there's the, there's the Calabar South, and there's another place, sorry, excuse me, that I can't remember. But they were all getting posted to like places in Calabar. And then, when it got to my turn to get my 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 letter, even the way because it was the man that that was sharing the posting letter, even the way he called for me to get my letter was was cold. But then I I just I just even people noticed. 
I just um, ignored it and I today is the last day after today I'm not going to see you anymore so I just ignored it and I got my letter lo and behold <laughs> I was like one of the only persons in OBS that didn't get posted to Calabar I was posted to a village that nobody had heard of in our OBS group I don't know outside as I I'll specific like my OBS group and even I myself had not heard of the place it was in um, Oban in Akampa it was like the outskirts of town I think it, it was somewhere that like like part of the path that leads to the um, club cross river Cameroon border like oh god i i could i couldn't hold it back because i'm the sort of person that what i'm in situations that i do not plan situations that upset me i tend to cry you may like got the letter and i saw it die ah i legit bust it i legit bust it in tears like poor star like consoling me don't cry it's all for the best blah 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 ah and then poor like okay one of the guys in the OBS was like, no, what other boss in the OBS that I went to meet was like, uh-uh, tell me, why would I be the only one to post it to Akampa that, okay, there's somebody that will go and meet now before everything closes to sort it out for me. And do you know the, <laughs> do you know the funny thing? This person that I was supposed to go and meet to talk to, this boss of mine that actually changed my posting, to like the village thing make sure he stood with that man throughout because i waited i literally waited for like two hours to speak to this man he stood with this man throughout to make sure that i didn't have a chance to talk to this man but then as well as could have it i decided to accept my fate and go to the the place i was posted so i can't I first of all went to the family house, that's the NCCF family house. The journey from Obubra to Akampa was was mad and then there's like Akampa 1, Akampa 2. Where I was supposed to was like the Akampa 2, that's like the outskirts of civilization to me in Cross River. One of the outskirts. So I, I got, we got to the family house. The family from Obubra to Akampa, that's the NCCF family house was quite a journey i got there and we're preparing to like try and see if we can locate because a lot of a lot of core members went to the family house we're trying to see if we could try and locate our ppas the next day so the next day i went to the state secretariat we were supposed to meet up with our lgi but luckily for me I met with the principal of the school I was supposed to be posted to. Yay, lucky me. I, I spoke to the woman and she was she was nice to me. She was very she was very nice and I felt oh probably this might not be as, as sad as I as I thought it would be. So she collected my PP letter, my posting letter, she approved it and all that. And she was like forgetting what she said, but what was more of like oh there's no point in me coming yet probably something about school not being in section or whatever so i didn't bother to go and find out the location of the place because i had I've previously asked for direction and i was told that the the transportation was was going to be a lot and far so since i had seen the principal i felt oh there was no need trying to find out more trying to go and know the place probably when school is back in section i would i would know where the place is and this woman told me that there was accommodation everything will be sorted out so after she had approved that same day i packed my because it was in the morning it was like in the early hours of the morning probably eight ish that i saw her so I went back to the family house, I packed my things, and I left. Went back to my father's house. 
the journey back home was, was smooth for me because okay, I went with calculus and luckily for me it was a Siena bus we took. ACL oh and we're just two sitting at the back seats. I don't know how that happened, but then the journey was the journey was interest was relaxing for me because I was comfortable. Go home and after a while, after staying at home for like a few weeks and all that, I got a call from my principal, the principal of my PPA that oh I need to come back as soon as possible. There's something going on. She she was she she put me on she allowed me but then as she rush try and gather things and go back home because I knew that. I already planned earlier that once I go for my service, I won't be coming back anytime soon. So, because of the experience of last time with my my uh, friend when we were traveling the first time to Cross River, we decided to take another another um, um, route of the route to get to Cross River. So. We contacted ABC, told ABC that we're traveling. I was traveling to uh, Crush River. So the day that I was supposed to go, because I'm, I was living from Kogi, I was living from Lokoja. There was actually no car going from, uh, no ABC car going from Lokoja at that point to Crush River. So I had to wait for one coming from Abuja. I joined the, I joined the, the bus. We're going, we're progressing on our journey. <laughs> hey God, oh, I, I swear if there were signs that <laughs> Crush River wasn't for me, it was all this journey because ah, I suffered. <laughs> I suffered. So we're going on the journey and we got to, was it Uyo? Or where I'd forgotten the state we got to, and <laughs> the driver said that <laughs> that was a stop. I'm like, huh? He said what? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, not again, God. What? I prayed before starting this journey. Like, my mommy prayed for me. My daddy prayed for me. Why is this happening again? They were like, no, this hour, this hour, this is stop. Like it dropped, it dropped also. And this is a place that I do not know. I do not know. I've never been to before. I do not know anybody there. And at this point, I'm uh, uh, this time around, I'm the only one on this journey that I know. There was nobody that I could speak to. That oh, okay, yeah. And I should, I should, I think. One of the lessons that I got from this thing was I try and make friends in all the dead states in Nigeria because anything can happen. So that's that's where my crazy journey started from. Again, I was trying to see if I could get because I was frustrated. I was I was panicking because this is me in a town that I do not know. I do not know the people here. And a lot of things could go wrong, literally. So I was trying to see if I could get a trans, I get transport to take me to to Cross River because okay, they're like, oh, Cross River is not too far from here. You're able to see transport. We, I was, I had to chatter a keke because this time I was taking my things to go and start life for like a year. The keke driver took me to the park, and when I got there, voila! The park was closed. They were not. They were not traveling again for the day. And I lost. I lost. <laughs> I lost. I legit lost it because even before I had getting to the park, I now realized that I actually lost. I lost the cash that was on me. I said, if this is, if at that point wasn't village people, I don't know what else. But ah, I went through a lot. I had to sleep in the park. 
for the first time in my okay no not the first oh yeah yeah the first time in my life i slept in a park in this one not park garage garage i slept in the garage i cried myself to sleep out i was calling my parents no no i i called my pastor who did i not call i cried myself i literally cried myself to sleep that day because i was like what did i do to deserve this it feels very very um what's the english <laughs> very unnecessary to me i felt no i shouldn't be a uh-uh, baby girl like me going this going through this kind of thing why <laughs> why what did i do so i felt i shouldn't be going through that but then i thank god because i don't know what would have happened if i had continued the journey but i thank god for life Hmm, the next morning and the people at the garage there they were they were nice to me so the next morning i was able to get a car that would take me to crush crush river and i begged this driver that and yeah uh i forgot the name of this park but then the there was there was a security person there he was very nice to me after i had explained to him that i had lost my money and all that and i was waiting to get money from home but no yet gotten it. It was very nice. He he collected tickets for me for free and I didn't pay for the transport. Uh like there there's some nice people out there so I'm I'm grateful for that man. I'm grateful for him. So I uh, and on, uh, on top of buying paying for my collecting a ticket for me for free he got me um things to eat for the money start my journey mouth was actually god sent because he didn't ask for anything in return even my number did not ask for it so ah, i really appreciate him i started the journey to akampa because i had told him that i was going to akampa and i didn't know akampa and yet again they dropped me in like in somewhere in kalapa that was not close to akampa and I had loads. That was that's what was frustrating me in all this thing. I had loads that I alone could not carry. That's why I kept on pleading with them that oh this is where I'm going to, this is where I'm going to. But lo and behold, I got to my destination <laughs> after all the drama, all the fuckery, all the all, all the bullshit. I thank God because even if uh, I say my NYC experience wasn't what I had expected, I'm, I'm always grateful because a lot of people wanted to start this journey but they couldn't and a lot of people that started did not finish it. So I don't know what it is that God used that period to do in my life. It might not be as as serious as I had expected it to be, it might not be as loud as I had expected it to be, but I thank God that after I was said and done, I I am done with my MS. Even after what that man tried to do to frustrate me. And lucky, I was happy that I didn't serve in Calabar because cost of living was expensive in Calabar. And a lot of them that were posted to Calabar got rejected from their PPA. They started to they had to start looking for PPA about and all that and even if my journey with my LGI starting was oh, was much because ah my LGI was a lot for along the line it was it was it was okay and then I there was there was in case that I met she said in my PPA too so I am just grateful because even with all the drama all the all the all the everything there was always that one person that i was like a support system kind of in that space like someone that was like my person and in case she was that person for me throughout my service years so i love you so much sis thanks for being there like she kept me saying no uh she did uh she was a lot for me then she was she was like my big sister my friend <laughs> So like a mother figure, nah, she took care of me, so I'm really grateful for her. She was one of the people that made my stay in Akampa not as pressing as I felt it would be. And shocker, where I saved 
they had not had light like a year before then so i was without light for like a all the period of my service i was without light and this place there was no it's not a place see <laughs> it was not somewhere that or you would say okay you want to go out if you want to get something as as little as ice cream as little as ice cream you have to like let it travel from my town <laughs> Akampa, to calabar state capital because you want to get ice cream even i even shawarma i do not eat shawarma but you have to do that journey <laughs> you won't see you won't see like serious snacks and then when i found out that okay there was a place that we could get something that's like <laughs> when you are leaving a camper <laughs> i want to go to calabar no let me not exaggerate i want to go to like do it because there was another town before uh, in between calabar and in between a camper and calabar that was udupani like i went to udupani for <laughs> and and what they called ice cream was actually <laughs> would I call it frozen milk with sugar no ah the best the, the best one of the things that I, I I liked that was like my comfort food there was the because there's this woman uh, that wasn't too far from my from my side just a, a stone throw stroke from my side she makes that's one thing that I knew that I can't part offer that was like mad. She made this pepper chicken. But well, I have not tasted any other pepper chicken like hers. And a pepper chicken, oh god. Nah. Fiano. Yeah, that's a then one fiano's pepper chicken. And she has this mad sauce. Ah god. And the chickens are very, very affordable. Like you could even get pieces for as low as 200 300 like that was how affordable the the chicken the pepper chicken was that that thing that i think was was the eats <laughs> man I've, I've really talked a lot this on this episode but yo thanks for thanks for listening in thanks for listening through it all i love you all and i appreciate you all it's your girl talk have a lovely day take care of yourself stay jiggy stay fresh peace out